Welcome to the Positivity Project with Chris and Mike. We're glad to have you with us on this journey. Our goal is to increase the positivity in the world one person at a time, one day at a time. Who's Who's ready ready to to raise raise their their frequency? This for season two, episode sixty-two. I'm Mike. I'm Chris. If you're a first-time listener, welcome. If you're a returning listener, thank you for joining us again. So, how many of you guys jumped in on our challenge last week? Which well, was this to, week. Yes, this, this week. week. You were right to pick yeah. up one of our. Uh, I'm getting ahead of myself. Pick <laughs> up one of our, you know, one of the books that we've talked about in some of our podcasts. Um, if you happen to uh, pick up one and you liked it, give us a call at 301-392-7745. Let us know which book and why you liked it. Yep. And then also follow up. I put a post out. It came out, I think, um, today or yesterday with the challenge. So just let us know which book it is. and Or if you've got a book that we haven't talked about you think please. we should know about. Yeah, please let us know. We'll on know our, about it. Yep. Let us know on our Facebook page or give us a call. Yep. And what's that phone number they should call? It's 301-392-7745. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. So uh, <coughs> we're ready for another installment of... Jimmy's Corner. Jimmy's Corner, that is right. Jimmy. And I think we finally have... Well, not today. Some music. No, we're going to edit we're, it yeah. and we're going to get in here, but I think... Your, my, master, my, your master mixologist needs to get on yeah. that. She has not had time. So my son sent us a little bit of... Uh, Music that he thought we're going to call it Jimmy music. Jimmy music that he thought it would be fitting yep. uh, to play in the background while we're reading Jimmy's Corner. So yep. we're going to work on getting that, uh, getting that all <laughs> together. So my bad. Are you ready for? Let's do it. And what book is this from? This is from Live and Learn and Pass It On by H. Jackson Brown Jr. Not to be confused with H. Bra- H. Jackson. <laughs> shoot, H. Jackson Brown Sr. Right, Jimmy? Yeah, Jimmy had a hard time saying that the first time, yeah, too. So we'll, we'll practice that and then we'll work it in. Mm. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. I've learned that it is very painful to see my negative personality traits alive in my children. Didn't we hear that last week? I hope not. That was age okay. 39. Okay. Keep going. I'll let you know. I'll remember if you... If you okay, so <laughs> we heard that last week. And on so to the next page. I must have put the... Bookmark in the wrong page. Yes. Go for it, Mike. All right. So let me start all over okay, again. Okay, excellent. We are live from Jimmy's Corner. Yes. Go for it. I've learned that the size of your biceps has very little to do with your popularity and success after high school. Amen. Age fifty. I didn't even care in high school. Yeah. I did, but Yeah, well, you're a dude. You most dudes do. I learned that the worst pain in watching someone else in pain. Yeah. That is true. Forty six. I've learned that it pays to believe in miracles and to tell the truth. I've seen several. You know what? so have I. True. We just talked about one. Well, you're going to hear about it here shortly. So what age is that? 73. Nice. I've learned that if your children feel safe, wanted, and loved, you are a successful parent. Mm -hmm. I like that a lot. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's age 39. That's young. Mm. I've learned that if you're riding in a pickup truck with two other people, you should either drive or sit in the middle. The person riding shotgun has to get out to open and close all the gates. <laughs> <laughs> they must be on a farm. <laughs> yeah. 19. Oh. 
I've learned that when someone tells you it's the principle of the thing and not the money, it's usually the money. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. That's 65. I've learned that the violence on television and in the movies is so graphic and extreme that it's numbing our children to pain and suffering of the real world. I think I might have to agree with that a little I agree. bit. It makes me sad. Just a little bit. Age 59. So that's another installment of... Jimmy's Corner. Hi, Jimmy. If you guys would bear with me for a quick second, okay. I'm going to turn the page and put the bookmark mm. in for next so week so I you. don't repeat. Good job, Michael. <laughs> so we had a special guest this week. Yeah. So you guys are going to hear from Mr. Mike Anonymous. It wasn't Mike. It was just Mr. Anonymous. No, he said Mike Anonymous. No, he said Mr. No, Anonymous. No, he's... Who edited it? No, oh, I know this week, but I'm talking about in the past. Yeah, but so this week he calls himself Mr. Mike Anonymous. Mr. Mike Anonymous. So he's got a little something he would like to share with our listeners and our community. And uh, so it's a, this pod flash is a little bit longer than normal, but we... Uh, we it's well felt, worth the listen. I think it was... Yeah, and I think it's important to hear what he has to say. Absolutely. So take a listen. So... More than anything, I just wanted to come on and say thanks to you guys, first and foremost, for thinking about me, putting it out there, giving me some positive vibes, things like that. Um, just my way of saying thanks more than anything. Um, I don't have a lot to say, but um, it was tough. It was tough. The biggest thing was not having Karen and Carly able to see me. Um, that was like torture. It had to be, man. Not being able to have your family there at all. I mean, it, it, it was that's the worst. ridiculous. It was the worst. And it, I mean, you know me, I've had a knee and two hips done. That's like a walk in the park. I can stand on my head doing that. But this, I don't wish this on my worst enemy. Uh, it was bad every step of the way. I prayed more to God than I ever have. Um, I feel like it helped, you know, but, uh, it was just tough. Everything from coming out with the breathing tube, sitting down your throat, um, to the fentanyl getting injected in your neck, uh, to them pulling the tubes out, the catheter out. I mean, just everything hurt bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I feel good now. I, you know, I, I got to thank Karen for making me go to the doctor and going through all the pokes and prods. And because if not, I'd probably be out cutting the grass one of these weekends and just fall out dead. Well, you know, that, that's what we were talking a little bit about. I know it's something that nobody ever wants to have to go through, you know, to have to go through, man. But just the fact that the things transpired the way they did just meant that you were meant to be here for a little bit longer. And it's, you know, the godsend, the universe, whatever dropped in your lap to, you know, put you in the position that you're in today and back on the road to recovery, man, is, is, uh, you know, no less than a miracle as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I feel lucky. I definitely feel lucky. And um, uh, something like this certainly makes you take inventory of not just your health and what toxins you've been putting on your body, but uh, everything as far as the way you feel about people, treat people, things that you've done in your life, looking back, just trying to be a better person, trying to be more positive. Um, you know, that kind of stuff. But uh, it was a life-changing experience for sure. Um, toughest week I've ever had in my life for sure. Um, you know, that was not having the family there, but then also going to the hospital not knowing that your doctor was going to come back and tell you, hey, Mr. Anonymous, 
you'll uh you got a couple of clogged arteries and you'll be having open heart surgery tomorrow at two o'clock. Yeah, I could yeah. imagine the shock of the that actual conversation. So you were in a, oh, a local terrible. hospital and they flew you? Did they fly you or take you by ambulance? No ambulance. Because I, I asked the doctor, I said, Hey, um, you know, is it okay if I go home? I, you know, I got some affairs at work and home that I need to take care of. And I swear I'll be at the hospital. Just tell me what time to be there. He says, no, the ambulance is in the parking lot waiting for you. And you're going to the, the, the hospital and you're having surgery tomorrow. So then I got to the hospital you know, crying and all this other stuff, emotions. And then they bring me a book in to try to prepare you for what's about ready to happen. Yeah, on the first page is that they, you know, hey, we're going to crack your chest wide open and split that apart. After that, it was just kind of like, uh, you know, what? it can't get any worse than that, can it? Right. And you um, didn't have your support system with you, and that's got to make it even harder. Yeah. Every time I called home, it was tears and emotions and from everybody. It was just hearing somebody's voice. And even like two weeks after that, it was just anybody at the time I talked to anybody, I just got choked up and um you know you just feel like you got a second chance and you don't want to screw it up so that well, kind you of definitely stuff did get a second chance i'm so grateful that <clears throat> that your lovely wife made you go to the doctor and that god gave you the signs to listen to your body even though you know you had to have surgery at least you know you're right you could have just dropped dead well there were signs there i would probably go back as far as 10 maybe even more years you know you're out cutting the grass or out working in the yard or whatever and you feel a little you know something you're like catch your breath get a sip of water and then get back to it you know but looking back it's probably something i should have taken care of a while back and probably could have at least maybe not avoided this but pushed it off for several years sure so um, if 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 one thing that you could pass along to the people that, you know, listen to our podcast about what you just said, you know, listening to your body. I mean, what, what would your advice be to, to someone that is out in the yard? Do you get it checked out or do you go take a Tums and hope for the best or uh, go get it checked out because there might not be a next time. Um, Cause I went in, I had no idea how sick I was. I had right. two blocked, a hundred percent blocked arteries. One was 90. So I was going to get a triple bypass and then, when the doctor get in there and cut me open and everything, he saw a fourth one. So he went ahead and did that one too. So I had a quadruple, they call it a cabbage, a cardiac bypass, something or another graft. I can't, it's some um, Dr. Mumbo Jumbo, but uh, that's what I would say first and foremost. Like I've told all my friends, you know, you know, the herd, the, the four of us are <laughs> all big. I've talked to the other two and told them, Hey man, Take the lesson from me because I would hate to see any of my friends go through what I went through and mm -hmm. not looking for any sympathy or anything, but uh, it's, it's scary stuff. You know, like I was telling my lovely wife, you know, going in, getting knee, leg, all that. Hey, if something goes wrong there, they just lop your leg off and, you know, you're still living, but something goes wrong in the, there with the heart, it's curtains. So right. Right. I was nervous and scared, but it's what they call one of those necessary evils that you just got to do. Yeah. But uh, I'm feeling good now. Good. Um, you know, I feel like I'm closer to my friends and family. And, um, you know, I know there's a lot of people out there that love me, more people than I thought. You know, when something like this happens, you really, truly find out 
who's there for you and things like that. But uh, yep. everybody's wishing me well. Everybody's pitching in. I got people coming over to cut my grass. So I may milk this for a while. <laughs> yeah. um, At least till like October, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah grass gotta be there. 12 weeks. That's my, that's not, I won't be fully recovered for 12 weeks. So wow. yeah. Um, for the four, first four to six weeks, they want you to kind of be cool about it, but just because your breastbone's broken and they don't want anything weird going on with that. But after that, I can start, you know, I've already started doing some light laundry a little dishwashing. <laughs> okay. Well, you're the chef of the family. So yeah. that's, you I'm know. I'm making low-fat pitas and a lot of salads, a lot of vegetables, a lot of fruits, cheer, cheer, low, everything heart healthy. You know, if it doesn't say heart healthy, you want it, I ain't eating it. Um, but, you know, it's like I said, it makes you really – God, as much as I want to go down to Nicoletti's and get a whole pizza and just devour it, you know what I mean? Some mozzarella sticks. Yeah. I, I'm Some with pepperoni it. rolls. Yeah. Stop yeah. by Brewster's on the way back and get a double stacked ice cream, you know? <laughs> oh, man. Now you're making me hungry. Oh, I know. I just ate dinner I, and I'm already hungry. I will tell you this, though, man. I definitely notice a different kind of tone to your voice, you know? Um, and hopefully you're, I feel really different. Good about it. My attitude and stuff. I mean, I'm still going to have a bad day here and there and get on people's nerves. Like I like to do and that kind of stuff. But, that makes uh, you, you brother. That's it, man. My, I got a new, I told my wife, we got to think of something when I'm getting out of line. So our new saying hurt when, when I get out of line, she, she just tells me to check yourself. Check <laughs> yeah. yourself. So you got to yeah. come up with a code word. Yes. So I've only had two of them since I've been home from the hospital. So I think I'm doing pretty good. That's good. That's good. But, uh, she was, she got out of hand one day and I had to tell her to check herself. <laughs> but she says that's not allowed. Hey, it's a mutual, it's a mutual thing. If you're going to go right. down this new path, you got to drag her with you. Right. But, uh, she's been good. She's on the diet with me. You know, this is more this. I don't even want to call it a diet because a diet is, a okay. regimen or whatever. This is a more of a lifestyle thing. This is this, you know, yep. I want to try to live as long as I can. Now I got my heart's good. There was no damage. I need to have a heart attack. There was my oh, heart. That's good to hear. Good. Right. So just the artery. So now we got all that going. Uh, I'm losing some weight. I dropped like 15 pounds in the hospital. So that was a good jump start. That's great. Um, that's good. Yeah. When they're giving you mystery meat, it's, it's hard to get down. Um, they actually, they gave you some food and then when they gave you the food, they gave you a piece of paper next to it to kind of tell you what you had and calories and fat grams and stuff right there. Well, the mystery meat came in one day. I swear I did not know what it was. I looked at it and they called it farmer's meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but, uh, it was, it was stuff like that. But you, I mean, you guys have been in the hospital, you know how the food is there, but, uh, it sucks. And the yeah. bed is it's not mean, like Costa Rica or Key West, that's for sure. A single bed with a mattress about, you know, an inch and a half yeah. thick. So I did most of my time in the very hard recliner that didn't recline. That didn't recline. I just stayed up as late as I could until I couldn't keep my eyes anymore and then managed to get over in the bed for two hours and then have them come in at five o'clock knocking on the door asking me if I'm asleep. Yeah. And I'm like, I am not now. Right, not yet. <laughs> every 20 minutes to see if you're awake. Prod yeah. you, poke you, take your IV and yeah, all that stuff. But um, 
you know, like you said, the, the, the thing I would say to people is if you feel something might not be right and I know it's inconvenient to go to the doctor and all this stuff, just go. Cause like I said, you know, it, it may not, especially getting 50 and older, you know, right. it's not like fifties are way different than 40 and 30 and all that other stuff. So. Well, but, I, think uh, that, I think that's really good advice, man. And I'm, I'm, I'm so happy for you. And I, I'm, you know, we sat behind this, you know, behind these microphones a couple of times, just thinking about you and just, trying to send as much good vibes your way. When you get in a situation like this, man, every little teeny bit helps, man, from, from wherever it comes yeah. from. I tried to stay positive because I knew being negative wasn't going to do anything but get me all worked up. And, you know, it's it's hard. Not saying that I didn't, but you just tried to put your best foot forward and, you know. What's well, obvious you did, man. Yeah, the recovery's great. going good. I'm, you know, I'm – Today, what's today, Monday or Tuesday? Monday. Monday. Yeah, it's turning into Groundhog Day with like this COVID-19. I mean, I'll wake up, have a bowl of cereal, go for a walk, eat lunch, dinner, night, start all over again. Yeah, I'm getting sick of it. You know, we're fortunate that we can work from home. I actually started working from home last week. I thought I was going to need some more recovery time, but just answering emails and stuff like that, I can handle. I really just wanted to say thanks to everybody you know, whoever was listening, I don't know if it's 10 or a million, whatever. I just wanted to say thanks for sending. Well, we're glad we could have our uh, listeners send you all the good vibes yes. and our Facebook uh, group send you all the good vibes. Because it came from all over the world. I mean, I don't know why. We've got some listeners in Iceland, some in the United Kingdom, some in Germany, some in Australia. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. weird how it's, they're, if they're all over the place. So Good, good. Pretty cool. Yep. So... Well, Maybe we, uh, we I'll come back on and go further down the road and um, give you all an update. Keep us posted, brother. Cool. Definitely. We love you guys. Thanks, yep. guys. We love Talk you to you soon, man. So thanks again to Mr. Mike Anonymous for coming on. We really appreciate your kind words and your kind words for the listeners and the community that we have. And we are all wishing you all the best. Yep, and absolutely. And I want to thank everybody that uh, – pitched in and gave a little prayer for our buddy he is doing really well and we're going to interview him again here um in a few weeks just to check in on him see how he's doing um but it paid off Um, and i think it ties into your little jimmy's corner because miracles do happen absolutely and to me this is 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 absolutely a miracle i mean we you know went from worried to death you know praying for him and we're so glad that anybody that listened to us that, that joined in to yeah. be able to tell you guys it worked. So yep. he is doing well. He's back at home. You guys are awesome. Yep. He's doing this little quick 20-minute walk or so yep. every day, and uh, he's well on his road to recovery. So thank you guys so much for uh, you guys passing rock. out your prayers. Absolutely. And we're looking forward to talking to him again here very soon. Yep. So I hope you guys are having a great week. Make sure that you um, are in the Facebook group. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, the pro- the positivity project with Chris and Mike on Facebook. We've had some new people added this week, so Ooh, welcome. Yes, we're really we're excited to have you there. So. I think we're over two hundred. Oh my I god, think we're going to be close. We'll have to take a look at that. Yeah, we'll take a look and we'll let you guys know next week. So I'm gonna give you guys a little quick tidbit of the new music coming on. Oh god. And until next time, choose positivity, my friends. <laughs>